the Holy Gospel according to Mark, the 13th chapter. Jesus said, in those days after that suffering, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will be falling from heaven and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds and from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey when he leaves his home and puts his slaves in charge, each with his work and commands, the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening or at midnight or at cockcrow or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. The Gospel of the Lord. Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Happy New Year to all of you. It is indeed New Year's Day as we begin the season of Advent. The season of Advent marks the beginning of a new church year. At the very root, at the very core, Advent simply means coming. And so it is that time of year where we rejoice in knowing that Christ has come and we live in the hope and promise of his return. And quite often then, Advent is associated with the idea and activity of waiting. Now, there's a bumper sticker that seems to capture the very essence of this season. I saw it on a car for years as I took my children to childcare each and every day for a number of years, and the bumper sticker simply said this, Jesus is coming, look busy. <laughs> it's a little tongue-in-cheek, little bit of a jab towards those who think they know exactly when Jesus is coming, the very date and time of his promised return. The truth of the matter is Jesus isn't someone looking over our shoulder, making sure that we are doing all the work that we're supposed to be doing. I don't know about you, but certainly as a child, I tried to pull a fast one on my parents, tried to pretend that I was doing work that they asked me to do, when in all reality, I was simply going through the motions, not really doing the work. So I'm pretty sure that we couldn't pull that 
over on Jesus either. But what we hear in our reading from today, from the Gospel of Mark, is this sudden coming again of the Son of Man. Jesus is making his way towards the cross, and we hear this story and and the parables then that follow. So this language, this language of waiting, we are called to wait in the midst of the promise that Jesus will indeed come again. Now I have a question for some of you. How many of you excel at waiting? Do really well with waiting? Huh? I know I don't. Perhaps I like to think that as I've gotten older I've become more patient in my years. But the truth of the matter is waiting can be downright difficult. It can be really challenging. And so I think about this time of year, the season of Advent, this time between Thanksgiving and Christmas, we really don't give much thought to the activity of waiting with the exception of the season of Advent. But this time between Thanksgiving and Christmas so often seems to be filled with chaos, right? Sometimes organized, sometimes disorganized. When we think about all the things that we need to do or think we should do, between now and Christmas Eve and Christmas Day that can be filled with great anxiety and great weight upon our shoulders, but then we are reminded that during this season of Advent, we're supposed to wait. We're supposed to wait for Jesus' promised return. So when's that going to happen? When's that going to occur? Well, listen to these words. But about that day or hour, no one knows. Neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware. Keep alert. For you do not know when the time will come. It seems every so often we hear in the news somebody who claims to know exactly the date and time that Jesus is returning. It often gets a lot of media attention, but one of the things that I would encourage you to do the next time you hear someone claiming to know exactly the date and time that Jesus will return, remember these words, for you do not know when the time will come. And so during the season of Advent, then, we are called to keep alert and wait. Now, waiting is not a passive activity. It's not something that we do from a distance. It is not something that we do from the sidelines. We are to actively wait during this time of year. In fact, pastor and theologian Henry Nouwen writes this. Waiting is essential to the spiritual life. But waiting as a disciple of Jesus is not an empty waiting. Waiting for God is an active, alert, yes, joyful waiting. And so during this season, we actively wait and we remember Emmanuel, that God is with us, that God is working day in and day out in the world to make all things new. And then we remember the words from Isaiah, calling upon God to break into this world 
filled with power and compassion to come into a world to bring about restoration, to bring about forgiveness, to bring about mercy and love. We hear that in this story. And that occurs in one of the most vulnerable of ways, right? Through a baby born in a manger and the Messiah on the cross. So during this season of Advent, we are called and encouraged to actively wait. To actively wait for Christ's promised return. But here's the good news for you and me. Even as we wait for Christ's return, we remember that Christ has never left us. That Christ is here, now, in the present. That He meets us where we are in this life of ours. Not where we think we should be or where we think God would like us to be, but meets us right in the here and now, in the very present of our lives. Yes, in the joys and in the happiness of life, but also in those emotions that seem to accompany and weigh heavily upon our shoulders during this time of year. In the midst of an absence of a loved one at the table, in our mourning and in our grief, God is here. God is here in the midst of our challenges that we may face in life, in the midst of great difficulty, of pain and suffering, of loneliness, of disbelief and anger. God is here. And so we hear then and remember that during this season of Advent, God is already here in the midst of our daily living. That God broke into an imperfect world filled with imperfect people. And in turn, through His Son, Jesus Christ, loves you and me perfectly. Imperfect people. Perfectly loved. So in the weeks to come during this season, don't worry about looking busy, but rather actively wait. Watch for where God is at work in the world, and even more specifically, watch for where God is at work and present in your life. And then that very compassion and love and mercy and forgiveness that is given to you and me through Jesus Christ, Take that and share it with the rest of the world. A world that is deeply and desperately in need of that love. And so during this season of Advent, I say to you and I say to all, keep awake. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Amen.